0: You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to episode number 62 of the Savvy Social Podcast. The show is brought to you by Social Report. Social Report is the world's most complete social media management tool, and it's my tool of choice when it comes to all things scheduling, managing, social media if that's a word. I made it up just now. <laughs> Try them out for yourself for free by going to socialreport.com, and I have the link in the show notes for you. Now, today's guest is Sean Creeley, and Sean is the founder of PodSites. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about Sean's history as a serial entrepreneur, and we're really going to dive into what PodSites is all about. It's a tracking tool for podcasters, And it helps us get some insights and some data on how people can uh, benefit from advertising on their podcast and how advertisers can benefit from getting more data on their podcast users. So it's a very interesting conversation. I think you guys will enjoy it. Uh, Before we dive in, two quick updates. Number one... In the Savvy Social School this month, we're talking all about giveaways. So we have a live training coming up at the end of the month. On how to host a giveaway. I'll talk more about this in the next episode. I just want to put that in your ear so you can mark it for our upcoming training in the school for those of you who are members. If you're not a member, it's uh, $57 a month to join. And we actually just posted some new done for you posts, which are so fun. So you can just download and post them right now. (laughs) So it's like your shortcut to getting social media content out there. And then also we've got some templates for you. So if you need to make Some edits based on your own brand colors and logos, or if you wanted to swap out the text to be something different, you can do that as well. So check us out at SavvySocialSchool.com. Second update is that I will be speaking at the Beyond the Podcast virtual summit hosted by a Weber. This is happening on September 18th, and you can join me and five other experts as we break down how to grow your podcast, generate more revenue, and build stronger connections with your listeners. Whether you have a podcast or you're thinking about starting a podcast, I encourage you to grab your virtual pass. It's free to join in, and I'll see you there. Now let's get into this week's interview. Hey, Sean, welcome to the show. <laughs>
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to pick your brain. We've got quite a few podcasters who listen into the show. Um, sure. So, for those who aren't familiar with what PodSites does, can you give us a little background how you got started as a company and then how you help podcasters on a larger scale with all the tracking and all that good stuff?
1: Sure. Uh, yeah, so we help uh, measure the effectiveness of the podcast advertising. Um, If you look at the industry as a whole, it's sort of struggled with attribution in in general, um, reporting attribution. Uh, How many downloads did I actually get? uh, And uh, did anybody come to my site after I uh, advertised on a podcast? Um, It's relied heavily on DR brands. So this is, you know, Squarespace and ZipRecruiter and uh, the likes uh, Blue Apron please use this code at checkout. And that's how they've always measured effectiveness and attribution. Um, The industry as a whole is trying to get away from doing that, uh, mostly because it opens up a whole new segment of of brands and customers that could advertise on podcasting uh, if they had better tools to measure the effectiveness of it.
0: Yeah, I think that's epic. So for uh, a company who's looking to kind of get that data, how could that change the relationships with their podcast hosts? Uh,
1: it's more... The idea isn't to change... So this is sort of the really interesting part about podcast advertising is that, like for you, when you mention um, a, a sponsor, right, it's a personal endorsement, endorsement of that brand, right? So, uh, you know, they're incredibly effective. The ad recall is incredibly high. But the uh, action, it's not incredibly actionable, right? It's not like digital marketing where I know, I, you know, it's right in front of me. I click on it. I go to the site. Uh, it's more of a, like, I have to Google it. I have to remember to go to it. I'm, am I going to use a custom URL? no. We've found that, you know, less than 5% of people will use that on most cases. But if it's properly linked, it, it does a little bit better. Um uh, so it really just aligns the podcaster and the brand so that the podcaster knows what is working and what isn't working when it comes to uh, sponsored spots and for the advertiser it changes the math around spent uh, so instead of taking all your money and putting in digital because I like well, can you know it's working I can see it's working um, we help move some of those digital tools into podcasting so that they can actually say yes this is working I I want to invest in it
0: Okay. So start from the beginning and, and explain to us how it works. So it, so our sponsor for the show is Social Report, which is really great social media scheduling tool. Shout out. Nice. To. Uh, so it, they you know, come on the show, they're a sponsor, and we put a tracking link. Right now we have a tracking link in as their URL. Um, so how would that change from my perspective to having your system kind of track everything? Is it actually embedded in the RSS feed of the podcast?
1: It depends on the, the host. Some hosts, um, uh, it's more the enterprise-y type hosts. So your Art19s or your AdWizzes, like the NPRs and the Wondries of the World use, um, we can use what's called a tracking URL, um, which basically fires some information off every time there's a, a, an ad inserted into a podcast. We also use what's called an analytics prefix, which is something like for your your host, Lipson. Uh We stick in front of uh, the download uh, episode URL, uh, and we—it's a small redirect, you know, less than a hundred milliseconds. You, like, the listener never knows it's there, um, but we get a little information um, again. Downloading a podcast is one of the most private and and privacy-friendly things you can do on the internet. Like, there's no identifier associated with an individual. Uh, What we work on is households. Um, So we have that integration with the podcaster, and then we have, uh, you know, a small piece of JavaScript that sits, a pixel that sits on the brand site. Um, And our job uh, is to match downloaders and uh, on-site visits. And we do that through a whole bunch of... uh, you know, we use uh, IPs and graph companies, and but we even take into account, you know, the discount codes and the custom URLs as well um, to get, like, sort of that full picture of uh, who's coming to the site.
0: I think that's pretty cool because right now, I know for me, when I say, "Hey guys, go sign up for Social Report," a lot of people are probably clicking back over to their browser and signing up, or they'll sign up two days later, and those are really hard to track. So it sounds like, based on what you're saying, based on the download, the it'll track.
1: Yeah, you know, there's a bunch of different factors in there, right? Um, like uh, most people Google. Uh, we found more than fifty percent of people just come through Google. 40 uh, direct and then another 10% in a bunch of other random places. it's not just like two days later. It's like, you don't know when someone's going to listen to the podcast, right? Um, they can binge through 10 episodes of this bad boy and then, uh, go to this, the, the site. But they, you know, it was a month later that they actually, um, converted. So we do long attribution windows and make sure that, you know, everybody's, um, that, and then again, directionally, it's incredibly uh, effective for advertisers to get a really good sense of what's working or what's not. Um, but it's, you know, it's the M and M and, jar problem right where you can try to count as many m&ms as you can but you know you're never going to catch everybody because people are messy they you know listen to a podcast in california and then get on a plane to new york you're not going to catch those people that visit the brand site that that way right um so uh, you know But, you know, with all startups and all small companies, it's about beating a bear and and being 10x better than the way that uh, it's being done right now. And custom URLs is is, uh, not the most effective way, let's put it that way, to uh, measure results.
0: Oh, yeah. I like what you said with people being messy. It's like as marketers, we try so hard to predict what they're going to do, but there's always a few that slip through the cracks. Right.
1: And like we try not to get too caught up in the data on this one, to tell you the truth. Like, uh, most people that are in podcasting look like it for and listen to podcasting for the storytelling. And, and uh, that's what we are trying to help is basically trying to round out the story. So when you go, um, and deal with, uh, you know, uh, an advertiser, like you want to, you're selling you, right? You're selling the podcast, you're selling your audiences as a, you know, smart, funny, handsome, beautiful people. Um, um, and that you know trust you and, and think you know what you're talking about, and therefore that sponsorship is going to help grow their brand, right? And so that story like super matters. Our we just come in on the tail end to say like that's that story is accurate because it is uh, this podcast ad is working. Mm.
0: How did you uh, How did you get started in this industry? Were you always in in a data based industry?
1: Uh, I started a company called Embedley. Um, back in 2010 it was a Y Combinator company that uh, raised some money and had clients like LinkedIn, Salesforce, Reddit, uh, Bitly, etc. that dealt with embedded media for third parties. Uh, In 2016 we sold that company to Medium which is a large publishing platform. Ed Williams is the CEO, former CEO of Twitter Um, and then spent a year sort of wandering around the internets like we do uh, as startup people um, and played around with social advertising and then met one of our co-founders, Sarah, who um, was in the podcast space and was like, if you want to challenge in advertising, go talk to, you know, come to podcasting because it's a utter mess. Turns out it is. Um, so we built a research product, uh, that just pulls ads out of podcasts to get a sort of a baseline of who's advertising where, and that's free and anybody can go sign up research, research.podsites.com. Um, uh, you know, hundred thousand ads from 2000 brands to just get an idea of, you know, where your competitors are, are spending their money, that kind of thing. Uh, and then we built a bunch of tools around reporting and attribution and then found some luck uh, with that. So we work with like Wondery, um, some upcoming campaigns with some people that are even larger, um, Slate, New York Times, that kind of thing.
0: Wow, that sounds epic. So when you're... Um, I like
1: your use of Epic. Yes, Epic. Okay. Uh,
0: it's Epic in the podcasting space. Yeah. <laughs> I use um, Epic
1: way more often. Yeah. Ah, it's a beautiful bubble.
0: Yes. No, I like it. I like it. And I think the bubble is expanding. Would you say that more and more people are getting into podcasting?
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, you know, from just the money that's being flown, uh, into podcasting, like Luminary and Spotify and Apple's putting more into it, and Himalaya, and, um, the VC rounds, like one, we raised some money and, and, uh, you know, a bunch of smaller startups in the, area the space mm-hmm. that are trying to move it, uh, forward just a little bit. Um, our view here is that there's a couple, bunch of different factors that are going to help podcasting. One is the content is getting better. Two, the distribution is getting better. So, you know, AirPods to smart speakers to car audio to, you know, any more places that you can actually, you know, consume the content. Um, and then the technology is getting better uh, from an even a discoverability standpoint um so if you start layering all those things in uh you know especially five years out uh, this is a long t- long term play to be honest with everybody in the space is that it's not gonna you know everybody think it's at the year of the podcast it's always the year of the podcast um but if you look five years out yeah like we feel we feel real good about the, the size of the, at least the attribution uh, Our sorry the uh, advertising market never mind uh um for smaller people, podcasts like yourself, right? Like there's always gonna be a niche and that's the sort of the beautiful part about it. You know, it's like web 1.0 with a bunch of different blogs out there. Um, Podcasting is, you know, there and uh, hopefully it stays decentralized and there's not just one monopoly that rules it all.
0: Right. For sure. I almost see it as uh, similar to when YouTube was starting up, started as this thing where people did it for fun and now advertisers are coming in and we have a lot of data that we can start tracking. Um, I think the difference with, with podcasting versus YouTube is like you said, the users are, are private. There's no comment sections. There's no yeah. um, public subscriber counts. So do you see that aspect of it changing in the coming years?
1: No, I think you know the industries or ad tech markets are heading towards podcasting, not a, uh, away from it. Right? Like uh, CCPA, GDPR, um, you know, all these rules, and, and you know, it's beautiful that way. Right? Um, in that uh, you advertise based off of content, not off of targeting users, which is you know great for us, or, and, and I think for a user. Right? Like Social Report is a great example of that. Right great example of that, you know, smaller niche podcasts that perform really well, uh, that drive ROI. uh, And then uh, you find, you know, 10 of those, you're doing great, Um, which we love.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. So um, if some larger podcast was just starting up, just getting involved with uh, kind of signing on some sponsors and that sort of thing. Um, What's the first thing that they should do with your tool, kind of keeping that in mind? What what should they think about before accepting sponsors and that sort of thing?
1: As a podcaster?
0: Yeah, as a podcaster.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a – I mean, I think what's more interesting is, like, how did you find yours?
0: They found me. Yeah,
1: see? I mean, that's how it works, Jeremy, right? Like, it's one of those things where you're, uh, you know, even discoverability of podcasts is, is is difficult. But from an advertiser's perspective, like, where should I be spending my money kind of thing? Um, uh, so we always, you know, we come in in the, in the back half of the, the conversation. Right. It's uh, you as a small publisher, a uh, podcaster that says like, you know, I want to go find some, some advertisers. Uh, and where we come in is that sometimes, you know, the, it's not incredibly clear like how many downloads I'm, I'm actually going to get. Um, what is the ROI in this thing? So uh, we are generally one slide in a deck where it says, this is my story. This is who I am. Um, this is, These are the types of people that listen to me to an extent. Um, and I'll also tell you if it works or not um, via this tool, PodSize, right? So we're, uh, you know, you're the story. You're the, the star of the show. Like we just sort of sit on the, on the back end to, make sure that everybody's happy with the results
0: yeah for sure i like that i wish there were more tools like that um for for everything that we do really Uh, but yeah as a marketer the marketer in me is like yes more data is always better
1: yeah exactly and and you know again it's mostly where we get involved is um uh, investment decisions right like uh, am I going to spend my money in, in digital which you know is clear ROI and especially on Facebook and Twitter etc um, and I can get a, you know a click-through rate down to a uh, you know, customer acquisition cost uh, versus podcasting which is you know muddier um, we have found that people are starting to continue to start either gravitate towards podcasting for a while and they churn really quickly because of the fact that it's so hard to tell or they just can't get into it because they don't have the data they need. Um, so that's sort of our sweet spot is, is making sure that people can uh, buy against podcasting versus spending that money other, uh, somewhere else.
0: Makes absolute sense to me. So, where can people find you online? I know you have the website, podsites.com. I'll put that link in the show notes. But where else do you guys hang out online?
1: Um, Mostly podcasts. (laughs) Uh, uh, No, yeah, uh, podsites.com. I'm Sean Creeley. Uh, You can find me on Twitter somewhere. Uh, Not that I do a lot, I mostly talk about um, download numbers and how the industry is somewhat garbage around that um yeah go to podsites.com that's the best place to go
0: all right awesome well thanks so much sean it's been great chatting with you i'll put the link to the website in the show notes and uh we'll see you on podsites.com
1: awesome thank you so much
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.